Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Brendan Escott and Cam Moon are here with you this afternoon because Bob is in Irma, likely in a golf cart at this very moment. Not sure who with, but somebody who decided that that was who they wanted to bid on to spend today with. So Bob playing entertainer while we fill the gap here on this Friday afternoon, brought to you as always by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer, the ideal place to start your daily vacation. Uh, James H. Brown Injury Report brought to you all season long by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. We'll remind you as well that some guests of the show receive gift certificates to Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. I gotta get back there one of these days real soon. It is the greatest steak you've ever had. Follow the sizzle to 9990 Jasper Avenue. Tell Chris and Chef Altoff that Oilers now sent you. Okay, I don't think we've had reaction from Oilers color analyst Louis DeBrusque to the news and really the biggest offseason signing for Edmonton, that being Connor Brown. So without further ado, let's welcome aboard Sportsnet color analyst Louis DeBrusque for our friends at GC Diesel, providing service, genuine diesel parts, and turbochargers at great prices for over 50 years now. Visit GCLDiesel.com. Louis, how's it going? I'm doing well, guys. How are you two doing? We're doing excellent. We're holding down the right fort. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Cam, yeah, haven't uh, heard your voice or seen you for a long time. I'm in a little bit of withdrawal. How you been, bud? Uh, doing okay. And we're trying to keep this thing between the lines as best we can here for the next hour. You know what? The teacher's out of class. Okay? They just get a little out of, okay? out That's of right. Yeah, the paper fun. airplanes are flying. Stage, aren't they? <laughs> so, uh, Louis, let's uh, let's sink into the reaction to the Connor Brown deal, one that I think we all uh, saw coming for probably a couple of years in reality. It's been rumored for quite some time. So, a thought on the fit as a player, and then a thought on the contract as well, and just how unique they had to structure it in order to make this work this year. Connor Brown's name has been mentioned quite a few times in these parts over the last few years, and for good reason. I mean, no no different, in my opinion, why Zach Hyman's name was mentioned a lot as a potential target for this team to bring in with the players that they already had and how they could complement one another. And I do believe that Connor Brown plays a similar game to Zach Hyman. I think, uh, you know, he's a workmanlike player that has a finishing touch. He gets to the right areas. He'll grind pucks out. Um, yes, I know he's coming off an injury. He's had a long time to recover from, but just 
understanding um, the character of this player and how he works and how he plays, I don't think it should be a problem. There's always a little bit of uh, a question mark there when you're dealing with an injury like that, but it sounds like his recovery is going great. He's had a lot of time to get back and skate and should be ready to go for the season. I like the player. Simple as that. And I, I think if you look at the Edmonton Oilers, what types of players do they need? They're the most offensive team in the league last year. They had the best power play in history. What kind of player do you need to bring in here to make them harder to play against as players like Connor Brown? A guy that grinds it out, makes you work every single shift, will pot big goals, has a finishing touch. And there's a there's a history there with Connor McDavid and Junior. I know a lot of people have talked about. So anytime that happens, it's just an easy conversation to open up with a player. And I'm sure they bumped into each other. They talked about, hey, it'd be pretty cool to have you in town. Well, now it's come to fruition. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what he can bring to the table, and I hope he's fully healthy and he's recovered from that injury because it's always not easy for players to sustain injuries like that and come back from. But now more than ever with technology, with the understanding what players need to do to get themselves back to full health, um, I'm not that worried about it. I think he's going to be totally fine. And Again, this is a player they target. As far as how they did the contracts, you have to get creative here now, and that's what Ken Holland is doing. They're getting creative in how they're bringing players in, and yes, they're going to sacrifice a little bit of the cap next year that's potentially going to go up. They say as much as $5 million, but you have to live in the now. And living in the now right now, this is how you get a deal like this done. Simple as that. So, yeah, seeing them add a player like this, a potential top six player. Have have you given any thought at all where you'd like to, in your opinion, <laughs> see him play and who he'd play with? Yeah, it's a good question. I knew you were going to ask me that, too. And it's, it's like pick of the litter, right? It's incredible. I, I think about this team when I look at it from a center perspective. And, I'm, you know, if you're a winger and you're a good winger, yeah, you're frothing at the mouth to play with any one of the big three centermen. Seriously, you could play with anyone. McDavid, Dreisaitl, Nugent Hopkins. I know Nugent has moved up into the way he's become an excellent winger. Um, which, to be honest, I didn't see early in his career, just on a total side note, uh, putting up over 100 points last year. But he's such a great complementary player as well as a player that can drive his own line. But uh, as a complement with skilled high-end players that he plays with, he can fit right in with those guys as he's shown. So not easy to do, jumping back and forth. But I think... Leon's done it as well. Connor, I mean, listen, Connor can kind of play anywhere. He can play wing as well, but he's just better in a position where he has the freedom to go where he needs to go. And he has shuffled over to the wing the odd time and playing with Dreisel, depending on the faceoff. These guys can all interchange. So a long-winded answer, I think I would try him with Connor out of the gates just because of that history they have and the chemistry they had back in junior. He led the team in scoring that year, I believe, with Connor when he played with them. And, you know, he was one of those guys that uh, just knows where to go to score goals. And when you're playing with the likes of Dreisaitl, McDavid, Nugent Hopkins, um, that love to pass the puck, um, get to a spot, get open. I know Evander Kane's talked about that playing with Dreisaitl at first. He wasn't ready for some of the passes that were coming his way. If you weren't ready, it was already there and it was too late. You have to be ready. I'm sure that'll be something that uh, Brown understands with his uh, his his history with McDavid and the like. So, yeah, I would probably try him with McDavid first, to be honest. We get Hyman. He jumped up and down and around the lineup last year. He can play left. He can play right. You can shuffle that where you want to shuffle it and uh, mix and match. But just out of the gates to try and get him off on the right foot, no question, I'd probably start him with Connor. You mentioned that year that they had together in Erie when Connor Brown was the captain of the team, 2013-14, 128 points for him and 45 goals. Yeah. 
Can you talk about, I mean, obviously that's a long time ago. That's just about a decade ago. It will be a decade ago this year. Um, and yet these guys still understand that there's something here with this player that they haven't played with, uh, but there's there's been some consistency. Are, you know, are they are they keeping conversations? Uh, do, you, do you spend some time in the offseason in the same rink in Ontario together where this relationship is sort of sustained even though they haven't been teammates? Because again, like this has been an idea that a lot of people People have thought could come to fruition, and yet it's been a while for Connor Brown in the league so far, mm-hmm. and and uh, we're just kind of arriving at this, I guess. So, uh, how much could it really mean that relationship from junior to now? I think it means a lot. You know, from being a former player and understanding going into a new franchise, a new organization, which I did a few times in my career, having new players come into an organization that you've been around for a while, it's just a welcome face. When you walk into the dressing room, you feel that much more comfortable. And that's really the hardest part for any player coming to a new team is that transition in figuring out the guys, figuring out where you fit in the lineup, what's expected of you, system play, all that kind of stuff. Meeting new coaches potentially for the first time and what they're expecting from you. So all of that's made a little bit easier when you know more people in the room. When you walk into the room, there's smiling faces. Now, don't get me wrong. Every guy has a smile on their face when you come into a new organization. It's the greatest thing about hockey, honestly. It's one of the things that... Um, are my fondest memories of the fact that you're welcomed with open arms. Anybody that comes onto a team, it's how you're doing. It doesn't matter what you've done in the past, where you played, how much of an enemy you've been. I remember walking into Tampa Bay's dressing room. The first guy that I gave a hug to was Sandy McCarthy because I fought that guy a bunch of times, and he and I, and, you know, I have nightmares about this guy. <laughs> so I was so happy when I walked in the room. I'm like, oh my god! I, I went right up to him and said, I'm so happy to actually be on the same team as you. I don't have to worry about looking across the one. I might have to fight the Sandman again tonight. And uh, it's just one of those things. It's 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 a great thing about the sport is that you let those past things be gone and now you're working for the same goal. So to have that understanding, especially with a player like Connor, who just speaks a different language, he really does. I know that he, you know, he gets along with everybody, but just the way he processes the game and the way he thinks about the game, he stimulates the mind of others around him. And I'm sure they've had some great conversations, not only in junior but afterwards, being a Toronto kid himself. Brendan and I were looking earlier at the at the lineup and and talking about some things and and I it definitely comes to mind for me the importance going into this year Louis uh, of a player like Dylan Holloway and a player like Philip Broberg yeah. and both of them having to make that next step in their development and that that next step getting to become everyday NHLers how pivotal do you think it'll be? Uh, for the Oilers and their success in the success that those two guys have. I I don't think you can really grasp how important it's going to be. And the reason for that being the cap situation right now in the National Hockey League, especially Edmonton situation right now. Uh, And unfortunately for them, uh, you know, I know I've heard Ken Holland talk about it. Bob's mentioned you guys have mentioned when you've been on the show. Five years has gone up $2 million. This might be the worst time to be peaking as an organization like Edmonton is right now. Um, as far as timing in the history of the game, as far as being able to go and pluck a player and put what you need into your lineup, because you're on such there's such constraints right now with the cap, especially when you start to get good. When you start to get good and you have to manipulate the cap and do things and make trades maybe you don't want to make and trade the better player in the deal to get maybe multiple players back that you feel will help your team more, this is all the things that go into it. So the more entry-level deals that you can have come into your organization, the more deals, especially the low-end deals, that is not your entry, maybe your second deal, that you come in and you make a name for yourself and you're able to crack a lineup. Now, these teams 
are a lot harder to crack them. So that's the thing. Being a good team, you're going to be a harder team to make. Simple as that. And that's not a bad thing to have. It's not, it's not that it's, it's just reality. The better team you have, the harder it is for younger players to come in and have an impact. But we've seen some players over the last couple of years come in and do it. And that's important. Um, you know, Evan Bouchard had to really grind away and find his way. He was in and out fine in the last couple of years. He's been consistent. We saw Ryan McLeod, you know, right now, who's also looking for a new deal come in and just chip away and start to play a little bit better and find his way into the lineup. Kyler Yamamoto before he's straight away. I mean, there hasn't been a ton of them. It's been very difficult. We've seen the likes of Paul Yarby and other players before him and guys that have come up and tried to make the team. You need to bring something to the table at this level, which is not easy. And I think we overlook that sometimes, how difficult it is to make that transition. But in saying that, we saw good things out of Roberg last year. We saw good things, in my opinion, out of Holloway. I thought you saw some glimpses of him starting to find that confidence. Unfortunately, he suffered that injury uh, going down to the minors, which was just, quite frankly, unfortunate and you know, if it doesn't happen, he's most likely up in the lineup down the stretch and probably gets games in the playoffs. And who knows? Sometimes the playoffs bring the best out of individuals and you see them take that giant next step because it's forced upon them. And I remember back when Shane Doan, um, we played the St. Louis Blues, lost in seven games in Phoenix, and it, it was his coming out party. It was like he literally went from a boy to a man from the regular season to the playoffs. And then the next year, I think it was his first of 10 or 11 consecutive 20-goal seasons. It was just... You're forced to elevate in the playoffs to a level that you don't even know you can get to. And you're hoping that a couple of these young players, I know LeVois has been mentioned a bunch of times too as well, sorry, they come in here and if they can come in and make that, make that transition, then great. But it's a big ask, but I think that the management group would be absolutely ecstatic if a couple of these guys, even one of these guys or a couple of these guys come up and really make an impact. And based on what you just said there, Louis, uh, I wonder what Evan Bouchard is going to look like in the regular season upcoming with the, the breakout that he had in the playoffs um, and, and another season alongside Matthias Ekholm. That's got me excited for a player who's obviously a lot further along in the process uh, than a Broberg. We are chatting with our Sportsnet color analyst, Louis DeBrusque, for our friends at GCL Diesel and around the Oilers, some teams in flux like Calgary and Winnipeg, for example. Los Angeles making a big trade to acquire Pierre-Luc Dubois and then re-signing their longtime uh, captain in Kopitar. So um, has anything in particular caught your eye from sort of around the periphery in the Western Conference, let's say? Those would be the topics for sure. I think LA, I mean, a team that haven't been seen two years in a row in the first round, they've been able to beat them both times. But I really like Rob Blake. I think what... Uh, you know, his mentality, I've had some great conversations with him and have always respected what he's brought to the table, not just as a player, but now in, in management. He's going for it. Simple as that. He's, he's looking at his team and they're trying to bolster that team and they understand they need to go through Evans. They need to go through Colorado. You know, that's, that's the thinking of them, the Vegas Golden Knights. Like, they, when they look in the Western Conference, that's all they're thinking is, okay, how can we be better than those three teams? Perspectively, because they've been the better teams the last couple of years, and I feel they are going to be moving forward as well. There's going to be some changes. There will be teams that jump out and seem to come together. We know all that. But if you're picking beforehand going into the next season, I would tell you that those four teams are going to be the teams, again, that are going to fight for the Western Conference um, title and for the division title in, in both respectively. So, 
I just think that he's gone out, gotten what he perceives, signed Kopitar to a couple more years, which I've always had so much respect for Andre Kopitar ever since he came into the league. I always remember in his rookie year, Scott Thornton, who I played here in Evanston with, uh, we went out for dinner when he came into Phoenix. I was just starting my broadcasting career then a couple of years in, and he says, you got to watch this Kopitar kid. And I'm like, Kopitar, who, who is this guy? He just kind of broke onto the scene, Slovenia, and I remember watching him the first time. We got to see him quite a bit being in Phoenix, and uh, it only took one viewing. It took one viewing to understand that this kid was above his years, beyond his years. I think he's led their team 15 of the 17 years he's been in the league. He's been just a consummate professional, so he's going to finish his career as a king rightfully soon. Yeah, he's uh, he's been, had an amazing career in Los Angeles, uh, Louis. I, I noticed you know a couple of tough guys signing contracts here. Uh, Ryan yeah. Reeves in Toronto mm-hmm. that was on free agent day, and then Zach McEwen in Ottawa the other day. Uh, there, hey, there's still a still a spot for a guy that hey, Lucic and Buffer. Well, guys, guys. Yeah. guys. How about yeah. Lucic? Hey, don't forget about Luch. I'm excited he's back in Boston. To be honest with you, Big Bad Bruins are back together again, and I think they need a little bit of that. I'm not gonna lie. I think they got away from that the last few years, and I'm glad he's back there. He seems to be really excited about being there. Obviously, petitioned to get himself there, but. Uh, I'm kind of thinking those Toronto-Boston games take on a whole different meaning now. I mean, there hasn't been a Reeves-Lucci scrap, but I've been waiting for that one for a long time. Um, I was shadow boxing when you guys started talking heavyweights, but I like all three guys. You know what? Listen, I uh, I think every year, guys, we always talk about fighting, get eliminated from the game, and the game is changing, and every single year, the start of free agency, who are the guys that go out there and sign? Every single year. They're trying to make their teams tougher. They're trying to make their teams harder to play against. They want to have a reputation. They want to have an identity where their 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 stars are not going to be um, having taken liberties on them. So it's been the same every year. You can talk about it changing all you want, but you look at what the Florida Panthers did in the playoffs. I honestly thought they went in there and that was their game plan right from the start was to you know go out there and buzz the tower as many times as they could, get into a real grindy, scrappy kind of a game instead of a you know high-end skill game, which I'm not saying they didn't have skill because they did, but they took it to a whole new level and it worked for them to get them to the Stanley Cup final. And I think other teams took note of that. I think other teams have taken note in the last four years, respectively, the size of the defense corps and the size of the players that are playing in the Stanley Cup final and what teams are having success and the way they play the game. I think every team wants to have that. And I think Edmonton, that's another reason why they went out and got Connor Brown. It's a reason why they went out and spent so much on Matias at home. I mean, the guy come in, he's a Viking for crying out loud. He looks like a Viking. But he's just a good human being that's competitive. And, and he comes into an organization and wants to make it better. The more importantly, wants to make it wants to make it more difficult to play against. And I think that's what it's all about. So I'm happy to see these guys still get jobs. Yes, I know fighting's down, but I'm kind of crossing my fingers that I get to see that one. But I love both guys. Let's just put that out there. Love Milan Lucic. Love his career. I think he's great. Has been excellent what he's done. And Ryan Reese for me, I think he's just been excellent at carving out an amazing career for himself. Um, and he brings some life and energy to an organization to a dressing room. So. Um, I'm not surprised they went out and signed him as well. Brad Trailing is a good general manager. I've always liked him. I uh, was with him in Phoenix when I first started doing the broadcasting, and uh, he'll, he'll get that team turned around and get it going in the right direction for sure. Oh, I think we'll see that tilt. I think we will. At, at some point, <laughs> yeah. it's going to happen. Yeah. I'm just worried about the undercard. Is the kid going to have to get in there on the undercard? And, you know, it's going to be, it'll be, it'll be interesting. Those Boston Toronto <laughs> games are going to take on a whole new oh, life. Yeah. Is only great for the game. To be honest with you, I look at it and I say great, but uh, yeah, they got a little, they got a little, 
extra um, physicality injected into both lineups. And I think everybody's looking at that. It's a long 82-game schedule, and it's even longer into the playoffs. You have to you know, be able to weather that. And, and sometimes the way of weathering that is just having the identity not to be pushed around. Don't mess with us. And uh, that, that's okay, too. But that's what it comes down to as far as a deterrent. That's okay with me, too. And I'll tell you this, flipping on the team that we all cover on a regular basis, I think they need some of that, too. I know they have toughness. I know they have Ekholm, Nurse, Kane, all that. Those guys play a lot of minutes. You need some role players that can kind of dig in and drag people into the fight, too. And I'm sure they're trying to fill that hole. And, again, in a really tight cap world, it's not easy to do. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they're looking to maybe try and fill that void a little bit. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I asked Elliot earlier, and I'm going to ask you, what happens now in the summer for, for Louis DeBrusque? Is there some fishing? Is there some golfing? Like, what, what happens here? Yeah, all of that. You know what? And it's been, it's been great so far. Honestly, did a little trip with the wife. We went to Cancun. It was great. Got sunburned again because at 52 years old, I still haven't figured it out. You got to put sunscreen on. Like, yeah, just I know why I'm stupid. I, I'll admit it. But yeah, you know what? Uh, traveling, golf, did some fishing. was great. Um, and now I'm kind of revamping back up. It's funny. I've had a little bit more time off than Elliot. Elliot, I agree with you guys. I heard the, the last part of the show there. Bob, you guys, you guys all grind it out every day. I know you guys do. And Elliot's in our team, one of the hardest working guys by far. So um, we all have a ton of respect for Elliot. He deserves some time off. And, you know, I mean, I just, I like looking on the screen and seeing how he's going to style his hair every day. You know, because yeah. he likes to go with some different looks out there. And he, he doesn't mind letting it all kind of go out there. But uh, he needs some time off. Hey, I'd, I'd take any of those styles right now, Louie. I'd take any of them. I like it. You know what? It works. I can't. I always got to come up and touch it because you, I'll tell you what, you got that down to a T. I so do. Don't change a thing, Motor. Don't well, change a thing. I don't have a choice. <laughs> I'm well, getting the glare. Yeah. I'm getting the glare right now, Louie. <laughs> hey, if I start blowing feathers more, I'm going to come right with you. Don't worry. I'll go right down to the wood with you. This is hat season. <laughs> <laughs> Louie, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Enjoy the rest of your summer, man. We'll connect soon. All right, guys. You guys have a good summer, too. Take care. Thank, Thank you. you. Louie DeBrusque, Sportsnet color analyst for your Edmonton Oilers. Aiden, we're going to marry the brakes here, and uh, we'll get to a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn, but <laughs> not before I tell you about our friends at Brent Ridge Ford, who just received the largest allocation of trucks and SUVs that they've had in four years. It's been a long time. It's been a long, long time. Most of these units scheduled to be built in August for a delivery in fall. With interest rates as low as 0.99%, now is the time to order your F-150 or SUV. If you want to be treated fairly at every level of vehicle ownership, call Rich, Johnny, or Uncle Milt, 780-352-6048. Brent Ridge Ford is your Ford truck authority on the Auto Mile in Wetaskiwin. Oh, love everybody out at Brent Ridge Ford. Always enjoy my visits. You should see what counts rolling up to the station in these days. I like it a lot. And we will like our next conversation. James Hamblin of the Edmonton Oilers coming to tell you all about the Brick Invitational, which will conclude this weekend at West Edmonton Mall. What a fun look back at, a, I'm sure, a lifelong memory-making experience. That after a Global News weather traffic update.